Hey gang, it's me, Carrie the Clown. Uh, me and Jimbo Megalodon are currently in hiding right now. The intergalactic police has found our ship, and they've taken everyone else away. I'm here with Jimbo Megalodon. Yeah, you can call me that here, but if they ask about it, just remember to tell them that my name is Jimbo Megalodon, with a J at the front. Yeah, so I'm going to use this opportunity to get my last words out, which will be about fish. So let's talk fish, everybody. Yeah, let's talk about fish. I got a fish question. What's your fish question? If you opened a business targeting fish as the consumers, what would your business do? Probably like fish food, I would imagine. Yeah, probably fish food, but like, is there fish entertainment? And that got me thinking. If I had like, you know those like, uh, things that shoot water in the pools? Uh, like water guns? No, no, no. It's like a fish treadmill, you know, like that shoots like high pressure water out. It'll be like a fish gym. Yeah, I guess that would work. How, how about fish weights? They just have to lift like aquarium stones. Maybe with like their mouths and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Maybe with their mouths. Or if you're, I'm assuming you're a human in the situation, maybe you could just like tie something to their tail fin and then they would have to like lift it. Oh, yeah, maybe they can like push like like big stones or something like big like pebbles yeah like just tied to their tail like it's like um you know that sled training that like football players do where they tie it to their like waist and then they like run with it yeah yeah or maybe you can get like those big scary fish and have them chase them around they can be like their coach or something you get like a shark and they'll be like um i'm gonna eat you if you don't run this lap that's a great idea and what you could even do is you could have you could make this one business and business right where not only do you get the money from the fish that are that are, are working out at the fish gym you also get paid by the scary fish because obviously they'd want to be able to do that job because if they do that job and they do it well then they get a snack yeah oh my god it's great but i feel like not many fish would want to go there if like their friends are just being eaten like imagine an actual gym at like your planet fitness there's like murderers there who like they're on to kill you if you don't, like, run laps or lift weights. Would, would you want to go there? The equivalent of planning is, like, you know how there are those, like, tournaments now to, like, prove how tough you are? It's almost like UFC gym, you know, where people, like, knowingly risk, like, serious bodily damage. Like, you know, like, tough mutters? It's this for fish. Maybe. I don't know. Like, do fish even want to go to gyms, though? Oh, I mean... That's a good question. You'd have to be a really vain fish, I think, to have the time not, like, eating or avoiding getting eaten and mating, besides those things, uh, and still have time. I mean, you know, there's a lot of inter intrasexual uh, selection for fish, so maybe fish, like, they get strong so that the females will pick them. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see any, like, fish getting fat, or, like, I don't think that's a problem for the fish community. Maybe some lake fish, but, like, I don't know. How would you fatten up a fish? How would you fatten up a fish? Yeah, like, you know how there's, like, foie gras, where it's, like, and or whatever, where you fatten up the lamb or whatever? It's like that. What What's the equivalent of that, but for fish? I don't know, like, there's a problem in, like, uh, the fish pet-owning community where you overfeed the fish. Like, lots of children love putting, like, the fish food in, and they just become fat. And they just start floating to the top. That's true. 
it's pretty fucked up, dude. Now I got an I I got another question. Uh, who would win, an unstoppable fish or an unmovable fish? What What do you mean? Like who? What What What? Yeah, if you had an unstoppable fish run into an unmovable fish, what would happen? All right, let's think about this from a physics perspective. Are you ready? Yeah. A physics perspective. The... Uh, do you mean physics? Yes, physics. physics. Okay. Quantum, quantum physics. The acceleration of both objects is the same, right? And the force generated them by would be the exact same, so I think they just bounce off each other at the same... Well, based on the semantics point of view, if the fish is unmovable and, one, and the other fish is unstoppable, I think they just go through each other. Because that's the only logical way for the unstoppable and unmovable statements to not get contradicted. Yep, that's accurate. That's precisely accurate, actually. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I mean, that's, I mean, when you think about it physically, that's also true. Because, like, uh, there's, I mean, they can't bounce off each other because the total force, the sum total of the forces is going to be zero, right? Yeah. So, if we know that they can't be just like get stuck together because that would imply the uh, object getting stopped. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what do you think is the most unstoppable fish? Oh, that's a good question. I'd probably say me, Jimbo Megalodon. Fuck, Jimbo Megalodon. I would pick the the heaviest fish, you know, or like the fish that's stuck to the ground. So maybe like the night gazer, since they like dig underground and like hide under there. Did you say immovable or unstoppable? You said unstoppable. Oh, unstoppable, yeah. For unstoppable, yeah, definitely Jimbo Megalodon. He has the racing stripe. Practically unstoppable. He's he's a Megalodon. Between the racing stripe and the Meg and the uh, Megalodon status, I mean, everyone else has just has no chance. No, how'd you get your racing stripe? I think I got it from my mom's side. And has your uh, racing stripe helped you pick up chicks or anything? Like, uh... I mean, it's made me pick up, like, chickens on my farm, because I was fast enough to catch them. Wait, why, why is there a megalodon picking up, like, chickens? Isn't that on land? Okay, let me explain. You know how in, like, a lot of video games where if your boat is going pretty fast when it gets to land, it'll, like, glide over land for a little bit? It's known as land boating. You can see it in, like, GTA Five and Minecraft-type stuff. Yeah. That's basically what I did. I was going fast enough before I came up out of the water that I just glid on the uh, land for a little bit, dropped some chickens, and I was out. Isn't there, like, a lot of friction when you glide on, like, the land, though? Doesn't that, like, hurt your stomach? Like, that's like a uh, rug burn, or, like, that's just so painful. Well, I mean, yeah, but my scales are pretty hard, so it's it's fairly unbothered. I mean, I get people biting me a lot, so this isn't that bad. Yeah, well, like, how do you get back to the water? Like, now that you're just, like, two miles inland, how do you get back? I can only do it on a peninsula or an isthmus. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have to go from one body of water to the other body of water? Precisely, yeah. I can. That's why I can only do it if the uh, farm is located on a peninsula or an isthmus. Have you tried going on a ramp so that you fly, like, on, uh, on the, in the air like a flying fish? It, the problem is... Unless the ramp was made out of, like, some very low-friction material, A, I think it would get me stuck on the ramp. And B, I don't know how I'd be able to eat anything. I mean, I guess 
buying things I'd be able to eat, but I don't know how I'd get enough speed to move at. Is that like a recurring nightmare where you just fly up into the air and then you don't come back? Oh, no, it's actually a recurring dream, the good way. Oh, because humans have a fear of, like, drowning or falling, so I think fish might just be afraid of, like, being on land or, like, being in the air. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, uh, die of asphyxiation because I wasn't getting water, but if I had, like, a, you know, um, Super Mario Sunshine, you know how Mario had the flood thing that could, like, push, like, accelerate him? Oh, so you think of, like, swallowing a bunch of water and just spinning it towards the ground? Precisely, yeah. Oh, okay. Now, megalodons are like the top of the food chain. You don't have much to worry about. What kind of nightmares do you have? Um, I have worries that the flood breaks down and I end up in Arizona. Even the biggest fish are afraid of Arizona. Arizona's scary. Yeah. Do you know any friends that went to Arizona? You said you died and came back, right? Since you're a megalodon? I, yeah, I died and then Fish Lawyer brought me back. Um. Yeah, Arizona's pretty scary. Do you have any Arizona stories for us? Uh, for who? Who was us in this situation? Well, for the audience. I mean, this is going to be a last broadcast because I'm pretty sure we're going to get executed for some crimes or something. I mean, that's possible, so I'll tell you about it. Right. This one time, I saw this guy, and he looked real mean, right? Yeah. I asked him what his name was. He said, <laughs> I think means Cthulhu, right? So I was like, oh shit, this is Cthulhu. And then, out of nowhere, this tectonic plate falls on him. And I'm like, oh shit, it's probably not Cthulhu. It's probably just someone who pretended to be Cthulhu. That's it? Okay. Well, you got any questions for me? I feel like I'm asking all the questions here. I got a question for you, Carrie the Clown. Alright, I'll be sure to answer it the best way possible. Why don't you like clown fish? You said you don't like most clown is that all right guys i've been getting a lot of backlash since that episode came out a lot of the clownfish are coming to hate me and i just had a few bad experiences with clownfish the way they're just portrayed in the media is just i don't know like i saw fighting nemo as a child and i was just traumatized you know not a big fan of clownfish now i'm trying to get over that fear i've been meeting a bunch of clownfish why do you want to get over it? Well, I feel like it's been a lot of clownfish hate, and I've realized the errors of my ways. See, I don't like it when people make fun of clowns, right? Yeah. I was just thinking, I don't want to make fun of clownfish anymore. They get the same treatment. The plight of the clown is similar to the plight of the clownfish. That's a good point. Why did you... How did you become friends with Gary the Clownfish if you hated clownfish? Well, my circus had this promotion. It was an aquatic animal themed. And they had the gorillas with the sea gorillas, the lions with the sea lions, the horses mm, yeah. with the seahorses. Naturally. I, I was a clown, right? So the, the, they didn't have any sea clowns because those don't exist. But believe me, that experiment went way wrong. But they had this clownfish, right? Carry the clownfish. And that's, that's my name, right? So I was like, oh man, this guy might be pretty good. His name is Carrie, and I'm Carrie. So we got to know each other, and he wasn't that bad. He's, uh, he's a master at tennis. He's, oh, uh, how, hold on, how does he play tennis? Oh, he plays C tennis. It's completely oh, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. 
Yeah, he's also really good at Tetris. Tetris? Yeah, Why? he actually brought Tetris to the water market. He actually made adaptive, like, Tetrising for fish. How do fish play Tetris? How do fish play? That's a good question. I don't know the physics behind it, but the fish get really into it. They move their fins, and then the pieces fall down. Kind of insane. That's fair. Yeah, so I got to know this guy. You know, we, we became best buddies. Our clown act was a bit of a unsuccessful venture. But uh, we got some laughs. Gaffs. Yeah, gaffs, spoofs, goofs. Now, I got a, I, I got a question for you, Jimbo. Yeah, what's your question for me? If every single fish was moved upward one mile, how would that change the world? Upward, like, away from the center of the Earth, or upward, like, towards the North Pole? Uh, upward as in away from the center of the Earth. Um, so I think most fish would die, probably. Well, they'd fall down pretty, actually. What's the terminal velocity of a fish? Would they make it down in time so they can, like, breathe? It would depend on the fish, but if you think about it, probably pretty fast. They're going to be hitting the water pretty fast, because the shape of most fish is going to designed to be water dynamic and it'll probably fly through the air pretty well as well and then you also consider that because of the forces of drag whatever whatever parts of that fish are not aerodynamic those are going to push towards the back and so then what it's going to cause is a negative feedback loop where you get the most aerodynamic point of the fish pointing straight downward now the question is will that allow them to dive into the water cleanly without suffering severe damage I think most fish will not survive that experience. And I also think that a lot of fish that live more than a mile deep will come up into waters that are not of the salinity content that they like and die. Good God. But you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking about the splash damage. If all fish are like at least like above a mile below sea level, if they all come crashing down, would that cause like tsunamis and stuff? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Imagine you're like a fish like two miles below the sea and then you just see a bunch of fish like come towards you that's just scary all right so i'm running a calculation um so it's estimating that by 2050 the world's oceans will contain more plastic than fish by weight right so the sum total of the fish is going to be something like uh around 750 million tons that's what we're looking at yeah, so what I need to do is I need to go to Impact Earth and run the calculations on that. What do you think will happen? Well, I think it's gonna I don't think there's gonna be that much damage, not gonna lie. Fish don't weigh that much and honestly the velocity they're hitting the water is just not much. Okay, so we're looking at the distance from one mile. Let's say terminal velocity of fish. I think the biggest impact for humans would be like the aquariums right they just see the fish just fly up children will be scared religious groups would gain power or something that say it's an act of god or something mass pandemonium or like in the culinary industry right you have these fish right people are eating them and then they just fly upward people would be shitting themselves it'd be super scary question is what is the terminal velocity of a fish I'd say around, like, maybe uh, 20 miles per hour or something. I can't find it. I really can't. I'm, I'm looking. 
what do you think is going to happen? Let's not run these numbers. Let's just say a nice round number, like 50 kilometers a second, all right? Yeah, yeah, that sounds more like it. Landing in water of depth will assume the median depth of the Atlantic, uh, 3,346 meters. While you're coming up with those numbers, I'm going to be talking about the the bigger implication of fish falling down from that high. Boats would be screwed. Just saying. There's going to be a lot of fish floating in the ocean. And like for a while, the aftermath of this event will have major global consequences. It's going to be raining fish. The wind will blow the fish towards like the land and stuff. People will be rained on by fish. Which, I mean, has happened before, but, like, not on this magnitude. Every single fish? Now, do you think any fish will survive this? I'm gonna go ahead and say fish that are way more than a mile deep, they might have a chance. They're not gonna get too disrupted in terms of oxygen and salinity content. I think that most of the fish get dropped in, I think they're gonna be in, like, a state of shock and panic when they hit the water, if they even survive. So I think most of them would get eaten by the predators, because there's a lot of things in the, in the ocean that are not fish. Sea lions, for example. And I think those guys will get to feast on all the dazed fish. That makes sense. I feel like the real winners of this event would be the birds, since they feast on fish, right? And now they're in the air. E easy pickings for these birds. Alright, I ran the calculation. So we're going to be looking at a uh... Pretty bad, pretty bad. The um, I was in the uh, I was in the uh, area of the uh, transient crater, so I died when I put myself at twenty kilometers from this thing. Twenty kilometers? No, there's no way because these fish are spread out. They're not just one ball of fish. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that changes, and I feel like not much would happen physically, but the mental toll on like. The species around it, the humans, just mass pandemonium. Science can't explain it. What fish do you think would have the best time if this happened? Oh, man, probably the blobfish. They're used to, like, different changes in pressure, right? And they usually live, like, deep down. So I feel like they might have, like, a fun time just going up. They're like, room, and then they just go down. Or I'd say the crazy fish. The crazy fish is used to swimming vertically, so it... Knows its way around like the y-axis of the ocean. Bobfish live at depths but 100 and 1200 meters. Well, I feel like they might survive the impact. They're so blobby and squishy. That's true. They're very gooey. They'd like. I think it'd be like a gel gelatinous mass where you throw it at the ground, where you throw it at the ground, and then it flattens out. I got a question. Do you think the size of a fish is the best indicator of fish success? think the size is only indicative of the volume i don't think there's any relationship between that and success i think the success is determined by how many fish you make smile how many fi what, what fish do you think makes the most people smile probably the goldfish the goldfish no i think it's actually the clownfish because indirectly that species caused finding nemo to be made which caused many people to smile do you think that, why do you think that movie couldn't have been made if there was another fish playing that role? Well, there's a lot of clownfish stereotypes in that movie. It'd be a different tone if it was like a goldfish or like a salmon. That's true, but I think, um, I don't know, I think clownfish is a good pick because think about it this way. 
goldfish, I think, are too trite. They're too cliche, you know? And I think most people think of salmon in the uh, context of eating salmon. So I think if they made it salmon, then it would be traumatic because a, lo a lot of people would think about, oh, man, I'm eating this guy. I think clownfish is one of the best things because it's not only owned by so many people because of the vibrant colors, but it's not known in the dangerous way, which would be people knowing it because they eat it. Yeah. Now, I think clownfish is like one of the fish we don't eat, but look good enough for movies. Because the, think exactly, about the yeah, fish we a, don't eat. Exactly what I'm saying. Uh, well, seahorses? Nobody eats that. Um, fish? That, that's a good question. So going off of that, I would wonder what fish do you think are known enough by people for it to work for a movie, but people don't eat it enough for it to be traumatic in the movie. I also think that DreamWorks Shark Tale also did the same uh, method. I don't know what fish Oscar is, but he looks completely different from the fish we eat. And I think he's different enough that he makes a good candidate for a movie. What do you think be the worst candidate for a movie as a fish besides the blobfish i'd say the seahorse actually seahorses many people find them cute right we don't eat them everyone knows what a seahorse is yeah the anchovy would be a great candidate no but people eat anchovies i feel like people perceive anchovies as small and like dumb compared to other fish yeah they do seem insignificant but like, so few people eat anchovies that it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Now, let's think about movies or media that portray anchovies. You got Spongebob in the first episode, where all the anchovies, they just want a Krabby Patty, right? They fill the, they fill the crusty crab. They're just dumb, even to, like, Spongebob standards. I feel like anchovies are too basic and too dumb to even be considered a complex protagonist. But if you wanted, like, a simplistic protagonist who just played, like, a uh, um, easy-to-trick guy... Maybe, yeah, you could have him, like, a sidekick. I think anchovies are sidekick-worthy. But I would not say they're protagonist-worthy. Do you think that feels to anchovies to be relegated like that? Well, I don't think anchovies feel anything at all. Have we had a single anchovy on the podcast? We haven't, but... Because we, what if we got, what if one of the intergalactic police was an anchovy? How would you feel about then? Oh, I really regret that. That'd be so. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, it's me, intergalactic police anchovy. What's up? Don't, don't tell them we're here, Jimbo. All right, I won't tell them we're here, man. Hey, is that someone talking about Jimbo Megalodon back there? I love Jimbo Megalodon. Come out, Jimbo. Okay. Oh no! Now we've got you, Jimbo. Now we're gonna arrest you. For treason. Jimbo, what you do? What do you mean, Jimbo? Are you saying this is Jimbo Megalodon who committed super treason? Or is this, I thought this was Jimbo Megalodon. No, 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 no. I meant, I didn't finish. I meant Jimboni Megalodon. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, so, um, oh my god, is that Jose G. Goldfish? Jose? I thought, I thought Snakey Snake digested you. What happened? Who put that duct tape over Jose's mouth? Oh my god, why is, he, why is he brown now? Well, I have great news and bad news. Great news. Bad news. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll start with the bad news. Um, I've been digested, so now I'm just a brown goldfish. Okay. The duct tape is uh, just keeping me together. Oh, by the way, the uh, intergalactic police are here, so do you have any problem with that? Yes. Jose, what'd you do? They took my coke. 
I'd like it back, please. Your Coca-Cola or what? No, <laughs> my cocaine. Intergalactic drug trafficking? Has everyone here committed an intergalactic crime except me? Do you know how boring it was inside of Snakey Snake? How could you do? How could you do trafficking inside Snakey Snake? Who gave you the cocaine in Snakey Snake? I don't know. I just found it. Has Snakey Snake been consuming hard drugs? Because that that explains a lot. I think the fellow that uh, came before me left it behind just to make sure uh, whoever came next had a good time. Really considerate of them. That's pretty nice. Yeah, they were nice fellows. Mr. Anchovy, please, please, just let us go. Just let us go. Okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. Thank you. As long as none of you committed super treason, and no one here committed super treason, right? No, 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 no. None of us have committed super treason. No. They? Nope. Did you commit nope. any super treason? Nope. No. Promise? Yeah, I promise. Okay. I pinky right. swear. See you guys later, I guess. Alright, now he's gone. Now he's gone. Let's continue talking Oof. about fish. I don't think this is going to last forever. They're hey, going to find Jose. out. Jose, it's me, uh, Jimbo Megalodon. Um, but a question yes actually commit super treason you can tell me now that the police <laughs> of course they did <laughs> yeah well, even is super treason treason the big and <laughs> at least it's not ultra treason it could be worse all right now i got a question for you what is the worst advice you could tell a fish ultra treason <laughs> tell it how to do ultra treason but tell them mm. to commit ultra treason what will happen is um, the the uh, intergalactic police thinks that it's just super treason, and they'll kill you. Yeah. That... <laughs> so, ultra treason gets you killed, right? No, okay, the crime is uh, super treason, but every fish knows that they're not supposed to commit super treason. If you tell them it's ultra treason, then they'll think it might be alright, and then they do it, and then they get killed. No, but is ultra treason worse than super treason? It's not a thing, that's what I'm saying. It's just that a trick people oh, no. i've heard an urban legend of a fish that did do ultra treason oh really name. yeah they've been talking about it it's uh we actually know him his name is carpy carp they said he did or was gonna do ultra treason it's not even a fish <laughs> <laughs> no 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 they were talking about his uh or uh, swordfish oh, wait uh, do you okay. think ultra treason would be grounds to like go back in time and kill him <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I've been reading about super trees, and now that you mention it, there's been, there's this super trees in handbook right next to me, and it's, it's pretty heinous. It's got all the ins and outs of super trees. Ultra trees might be just terrible. Like I have a new fish question. Let's hear it. Fish who have committed ultra trees be allowed to vote in the intergalactic special voting. Only once they're given definite, No, 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 no. <laughs> ultra treason. I've been reading up on super treason, and if ultra treason's even worse than this, good God, jeez, what what'd you guys do for? God, I have a new question. <laughs> Let's hear <laughs> it. Yeah, you have committed ultra treason. Be allowed to vote in the Heisman voting. The what? Heisman. That's the award that's given to the best college football player of the year. <laughs> No, that's a that's a truly delicate honor. No, I got a question. All right. Actually, no, you guys didn't answer my previous question. Question: if They should be allowed to vote in the KCAs. No, they are not. Oh, I don't think super trees or even regular treasons can vote in the Kids Choice Awards. Now, Jose G. Goldfish, what's the worst advice you could tell a fish? 
Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'd have to say how to commit ultra treason. Yeah, ultra treason is pretty bad. Uh, same thing as Megalodon. Uh, Jimbo Megalodon. Didn't he say super treason, though? No, no, no. I said tell them. Okay, what you do is you tell them to commit ultra treason because every fish knows they're not supposed to do super treason. So if you tell them to do ultra treason, then they'll think it's okay. Oh, but I meant like you tell them how to do ultra treason, but you don't tell them. The, no, but you confuse them and you don't tell them that you're having them commit super treason first. Just oh, I know. Obviously. Let's not talk about treason. We might alert the guards. Now, if you had to convince a fish to buy water, what would your strategy be? Uh, I would take him out of water, and I bet he would buy water at any price after that. <laughs> yeah, that... You remember in the Lorax? How everyone's just like, yeah, fuck it, canned air. Yeah, I feel like if you just the fish out of water for a couple hours he'll definitely buy yeah i mean it's like selling ice to an eskimo you know that saying or selling like water to a fish yeah <laughs> like you know the movie the wolf of wall street yeah you know that scene where the guy was like sell me this pen it's just like that except it's selling a fish water where you have to create a need remember and you create the need by pulling the fish out of water yeah. Uh, which fish do you think would like actually pay the most money for this water? The rich fish. Uh, probably like a rich fish, right? <laughs> yeah, like a lake fish. No, but they have good water, don't they? They're fresh water, and fresh water is like objectively better than the salt water because there's less of it and it's more valuable. Yeah, so they pay more for the water. Well, what kind of water are we talking? I guess the preferred water they can like request. It's like uh, Pepsi or Coke. You can ask fresh water or salt water. When you're being taken hostage, you normally don't get to pick. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I would probably pick... Wait, for holding them hostage, I don't think it matters. They're all going to want the water. Why did we say we're holding them hostage? We're just taking them out of water. Okay, what I'm saying is, if we take them out of water and we're the only water suppliers, what, what else are they going to do? Yeah. All right, all right. Change. You have to use legal methods, like advertising. Yeah, okay, I've got you there. Or advertise to a fish. There's not fish billboards. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if I want to sell someone bread, I would just lock them in the room and starve them. That's like, no, if you want to sell them bread, you say it cures cancer. There's all natural. It makes your pee-pee bigger. Yeah, yeah. But here's the question. Is lying more immoral than murdering? Well, that's what advertising is, right? Well, it's legal. We're yeah. bound by the law here. <laughs> it's legal lying. Now, I would say this water makes you bigger, because all fishes want to be bigger. It's like the universal need for fish. Yeah. Or it makes them faster. They can be like speedy water. I told them they needed to live. It's like, um, it's like Red Bull. It gives you, gives you fins. Yeah, it gives you fins. <laughs> It'll make you fly. It'll turn you into a flying fish. I want to see that new campaign. <laughs> Red Bull gives you fish fins. Gives you fins. <laughs> yeah. Jose, how would you sell water to a fish? Legally. Legally, gotcha. So first, I wouldn't be the one selling it. I would I would use I would use my offshore money to hire a really shady but really, really persuasive fish marketer. Oh, Jose, I did say legally. No no no, this is still legal. It's just legal. It's shady. His um bank accounts. Yeah. Supposed to be offshore accounts. Oh. My underwater. No, it uses uses. <laughs> oh. Offshore accounts. accounts. That's a good one. 
Well, Underwater all the fish offshore. offshore accounts were destroyed when uh, some goldfish shot up the IR fish. No, these are Swiss uh, offshore accounts. Oh, IR Swiss. Oh, fish. Yeah. The Swiss fish? <laughs> the Swiss. Uh, not to be confused with the Swedish fish. They're different countries. Yeah. Yeah. What fish do you think would pay the least for water? Besides the blobfish. <laughs> why, why would you assume I'd say the blobfish? Probably the lungfish. I think, actually, objectively, the lungfish. He, he can just survive without water. He'd just be like, I'll just get water somewhere else. And he'd just happily walk over to, like, the next water supply. Lungfish walk? Well, I guess flop. Or maybe the flying fish. I feel like they can last a long time without water. Why? Well, they're flying. I mean, I assume the flying fish uh, can survive in the air. For at least a little while. Eventually, they're just gonna be just as dead as the other guys. Alright, new question. How many salmon do you think could kill an elephant? What? Alaskan? Alaskan salmon, let's go with that. Um. Well, did you mean Alaskan as in Alaskan salmon or Alaskan elephant? Because I think those are just called mammoths. I don't know. If you had to control a bunch of salmon, how would you kill the elephant? That's the question. What I'd probably do is I'd try to just... Okay, is the elephant in water? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. We're gonna go with uh, shallow water. Three inches. Oh, I feel like one foot of water. One foot of water. Hmm. This is what you need to do. You need to have one like line of salmon that's their only job is to spit out water to create like a ramp that the other salmon can go up i don't think it works like that i don't think, you <laughs> can just, I don't think they can just swim like up a tiny stream no they're yeah, pretty that's, fast that's their job they can swim upstream yeah but mouth spitting it like yeah. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to have like multiple lines and then they're like both like they're all spitting in parallel and then you'd have enough for it to go up on i think <laughs> Wait, even if you do get the fish to go up to the elephant, what could they do? Uh, just get a bunch up there and just burrow until you hit the brain. <laughs> uh, that's the most painful way to die. Blunt impact. No, not blunt impact. It's, it's more like in there and just cut it off, cut off the connection. The brainstem. God, this, uh, <laughs> this salmon lobotomy. But I feel like the elephant could just use its trunk and just like knock off. Mm. The, the salmon. Need to go from the side. I know. Hold on, hold on. I have a solution. You just swim up its trunk and then clog its throat. Oh, I, I was thinking that. How would you swim up the trunk? Like there's not water. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. See, you put. You have two salmon, one for each nostril. Go in, and then you just get stuck. And then it's like, oh man, I need to breathe with my mouth. <gasps> and then while it's inhaling, you get a bunch of salmon. You just jump in. And just lodge you lose, a, you lose a lot of salmon to be. Yeah, oh, but at least you get the job done. I think that's given you're going to lose a lot of salmon. You're fighting an elephant. Yeah. I don't know, but the thing is with the burrowing method, it's at least more of like a hero's death. With the, if they just get eaten like in mass, then it's going to feel like cannon fodder. Well, I don't, know. I don't think the burrowing method is even effective, right? <laughs> because, like, <laughs> you're going to need a lot of salmon. Salmon aren't that strong, especially with, like, the elephant's, like, thick skin. They're just going to get knocked off repeatedly. Just, I mean, how would it swim up the trunk? That's not possible either. It would just get stuck before he gets inside the nostrils. 
All right, new strategy. The fish run super fast into the elephant's legs and make it trip. <laughs> once the elephant is tripped and on the water, the elf the salmon can just swarm it. You could do a method like um the uh, the way that they took down the adats in um uh Star Wars, the all terrain assault terrain. Pickles. Oh, they could just swim around the legs, like yeah, precisely. Like, like hit each other's tail and then like create a rope and then eventually it'll well, fall. How, how would the salmon create a rope? That's exactly what I'm saying. Form a circle, bite each other's tail, and then just braid those like strands together. Oh, uh-huh. I think that's actually the most effective strategy. Wait, what if we just ask the like elephant to politely die? Well, I don't think salmon speak elephant, and likewise. What, mm? what if they communicate by just staring into each other's soul? Well, if you were a salmon, how would you convince an elephant to kill himself? Because I think elephants are actually afraid of death. I'd beat it in a game of checkers. Well, I don't think I would kill myself if I lost the game of checkers. <laughs> I guess we've lived diff- very different lives. I got, I, got, I got a question. If you saw on the news that a fish got arrested... What crime do you think the fish did? And don't say treason. Because that's <laughs> not a common crime most fish commit. Alright. Not feel like treason. Be the best thing that a fish could possibly commit. Like, <laughs> if I heard that a fish... Isn't that like the funniest crime? Like yeah. the funniest... <laughs> well, Jimbo, notice you, said just, notice you said just plain old treason. So I think super treason is yeah, the funniest I, crime I, I that a fish could commit. Okay, no, yeah, I said, reasonable. what would you think the fish did? I did not say funniest. I... I meant, like, what does a crime fish typically commit? Killing elephants. <laughs> Killing elephants. Do they commonly do that? I don't yes. know. I don't think so. That's why they're right. endangered. What else? What else would there be? Well, fish could do murder, kill an endangered species. Like, you know, that guy who killed, like, Cecile the Lion. He got lots of hate for that. So maybe <laughs> if a fish killed, like, I don't know, like, Nemo or something, or, like, one of those... Orcas from SeaWorld. Okay, let's... What if... Okay, think about it this. If Osama bin Laden... If Osama bin Laden fish, it's an endangered species of fish, would people be celebrated or trashed for killing them? Well, it depends. Did Osama bin Laden fish commit the same crimes as the regular human Osama bin Laden? Oh, no. I feel like some endangered species have to go, right? There's this worm back in the day, which is now extinct. <laughs> But it was an endangered worm that, like, killed people, gave people, like, diseases and stuff. And, and they just went extinct, and people were, like, cheering of it. So I feel like people would cheer on bad fish that go extinct. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Osama Bin Laden fish were, like, scrapped. Yeah. Do you think, you know how they buried Osama Bin Laden in the ocean so people wouldn't just go to his grave? Yeah, they just, like, buried him at yeah, do you think, what do you think fish think about that area? Is it just normal, or do they, like, they just see Osama Bin Laden there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, was he buried? I'm so confused. Do you think, how do you think fish feel about the Titanic? I feel like we've asked this question, but I want to reiterate my point. I've made this before. Fish probably celebrated it. The fish, like, in captivity on the ship probably were, like, cheering. Probably thought it was an act of God. I mean, yeah, I'd also be pretty surprised if a ship fell up into the sky and then disappeared. 
No, but like some fish are using the Titanic as like a home. It'd be like in SpongeBob where his pineapple fell and he's just had a home. He was just like, all right, I got a new house living rent free now. <laughs> Tax evasion, ahoy. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is a good question. So, guys, do you pay your fish taxes for the homes you live in? I'm not a fish, and I I guess I pay a sales tax when I buy a fish. I mean, I can't really answer this question. It's not and it's not my domain. In fact, I think they abolished that. I think they abolished that with the IR fish just like being wiped off the map. Now, authorities still don't know what happened there, and I'm not going to question it. But uh, hopefully, not super treason. Now, I got. I got one last question. Uh, what would the fish be to end all fish? Like we've done this before. Oh, I mean, hold on. There, there are multiple interpretations to end. It can be like, which fish could replace fish in culinary? Which fish could <laughs> like eat all the fish? Which fish could speed up global warming? I think there's only one objective answer that's correct, and it would have to be the fish that has committed giga treason. No, that is not a thing. It is a thing. Only one fish has done it. Who did it? That is a biblical story. And we do not believe that. <laughs> the fish that cannot be named. <laughs> he did do gigatrees. Why do you think he did gigatrees? Uh, he, he was fed up with doing super treason. Well, actually doing I, ultra treason. I, I want you to know what gigatreason is. Now, the, well, let me look up the giga prefix. So I think that's like, that's 10 to the 9th of treason. <laughs> no. It's nine <laughs> orders of treasonous. I think that's treason to like the entire universe, or probably dimension. I'm not saying giga treason is impossible, but I think it's like very unlikely a fish, if anything, has done it. Yeah. One last question. I know I said that there was one last question before, but. If you could bankrupt a fish, how would you do it? Bankrupt a fish. Uh, ooh, are we talking about like a fish entity, like uh, like a group, like a like corporation of fish, or uh, just Let's go one? With both. Let's go with both. Oh, I would ha probably have to uh, commit uh, <laughs> fish tax evasion. That does not bankrupt any. Jim, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Bankrupts fish. I don't think it would really bankrupt fish. I don't think anyone's getting bankrupted by that. Yeah, how would you how would you bankrupt a fish? Would I bankrupt a fish? Yeah. I would probably go to the IR fish. Well, they're out of the planet right now. No right, one knows right, what right, happened right, to right. them. They're not taking my claws anymore. I would probably yes, um just eat them. Just eat them. That's how you bankrupt <laughs> them. Oh. I mean, I guess that works. It's very possible as a megalodon. I mean, where does their money go? Does it just go to, like... It's gonna slow down their income. Alright, well, I think we can wrap up this episode of the Codpass podcast. Still in hiding from the intergalactic police. He came and left. He asked the question, and we said no one's committed super treason, and then he moved up. <laughs> he didn't do a very good check. But well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe you know that something was wrong. Maybe he might come back. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I still see the ship here, so maybe they're getting someone to double check or something. And we still they still have Carpy Carp. I mean, he's he's nowhere to be found. So I mean, he knows. 
Now, don't forget to follow us on social media at the underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter.